Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about how to balance your teen's privacy concerns, especially as it relates to their interactions on the internet. Let's listen in. When my kids were in their 20s, now we're growing up, we had a Commodore 64 computer. That was our first. Remember those days? <laughs> yeah, Pong. <laughs> you know, and, Things have changed And just people a were worried that that was going to engulf us all and take all of our time. Well, you know what? It has. It did. You know, it's amazing what has happened. And it's presented some things to us that are somewhat confusing and at other times a little bit, you know, contradictory to what we think. And we're kind of going, okay, how do I operate like this with my child? It's like this, you know, the number of questions that I used to get prior to 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. but in doing seminars and speaking, a mother would always come up and say, Mark, tell me what you think about parents reading their daughter's diary. (laughs) And I always said, always, don't do it. Uh-huh. You know, and the point was your child has got to have a place of privacy. Now that diary is out there for the world to read, so we can't afford not to read it, it's right? It's on a blog, which is a personal logging of thoughts and ideas. It's mm-hmm. on a Facebook account. It is or it's being, being Twittered everywhere around the it world. Is, it is. It is everywhere out there. Kids are taking videos of themselves and posting it on YouTube. And I mean, the world has opened up. There is not that much privacy anymore. And so I'm looking at it going, okay, parents, okay, don't read the diary because kids aren't really doing those anymore. But what you might need to do is spend a little bit of time and look into their life as it is projected on all of these different social networking things out there and and just stay on top of it. Parental controls and the internet. We have to balance a teen's privacy concerns with protecting them. I want them to have a private place to go. I want them to feel like they can be themselves and that I'm not going to invade their space and always be there. And I want to give them the opportunity to do what they need to do in the world that they have to live in. But you know what? I want to be there so that I can help guide and direct them. I don't want to control them, but I want to guide and direct them because that culture that they're living in is just as turbulent. It's just as hard as as you and I think that it is. I mean, there's not a one of us and probably nobody listening to this program that would say, I would love to be raised in today's society. I would not. I would not want to be growing up. And so if I know that it's going to be difficult and I know that the condition of teens and the nature of teens is to you know, make bad choices and not use wisdom all the time and and perhaps make mistakes and all those things that I know that my child will fall in the arena of internet usage, where they go, whether that be pornography or uh, internet exposure or networking sites or comments they make. You know, I know that mistakes are going to happen. So I just want to be there to help them through it, to guide them mm-hmm. through it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, first of all, parents need to know the passwords. If, they do. If, if your teen is involved with uh, different accounts and so on, you've, you've got to be able to go look at those. Absolutely. Somebody always says, well, what age do you do that? And I said, you know what? I have a granddaughter that, that told me last week, she is three years old. She said, Papa, can we look at Mickey? And I said, well, sure we can. And so she got up on my lap, and she wants to go to YouTube and look at people's videos of Disney World. And I said, well, where am I supposed to go? And she goes, 
three years old, MickeyMouse.com. Oh, no. And so I did, and we, I mean, and that's that's her thought. She's growing up with that. that. Wow. And I was, I was just absolutely amazed. And I, so we sat there and watched Disney films, but I was more amazed that, that she is understanding that there's a place to go to get these things. Yeah. Okay. Any little kid, I mean, I need to know their absolutely. passwords. When they're 18, I don't need to know their passwords anymore. Okay. At some point, 18 is that passage that you say, you know what? You may not need to go to church anymore. Even if they're living at home? Even if they're living at home. At some point, give them the freedom to start living out their life where I'm not controlling it all the time to see how they'll do. Yeah, you're teaching them to be independent anyway, That's right. right? So I can learn and help them on how to become independent while they're still living with me rather than having them go through the difficult time once they go off to college and flunk out, mm-hmm. you know, of, of their first semester like I did because of just the craziness of becoming independent. And so there's a part of it where I go, so somewhere in between there, you you say, okay, this is yours, but before that time, and that's where every parent has to decide what to do within their family is that when is that time that I do let that go? And so I would tell most parents, you need to make sure that you know passwords and such until they're 15, 16 years old, and then start giving them some freedom on the internet. No secret places out there they can get involved in. All right. And you may not know those passwords right now. And, and it may be a time that you sit down and you say, hey, son, <laughs> uh, sweetheart, we just need to sit down and mm-hmm. talk because I'm, I am clueless on this stuff. And this is what I'm asking. If you're going to use our computers don't to do these things. Don't you trust me, though, Dad? Oh, sure, I trust you. It's that I don't trust everybody else. And I just want to make sure that I continue to trust you is the bigger issue. It's not that I don't. It's because I want to trust you more. You love your teen, but lately, you don't recognize them. Your daughter starts talking, acting, and dressing like a total stranger. Your son loses all interest in engaging. You tiptoe around them, trying to get through, but unable to overcome the sudden distance between you. What happened? You're not alone. Situations like this are normal, even in the most wonderful families. Mark Gregston has walked with thousands of families going through difficult times with their teens, and even experienced it firsthand. He's helped them navigate their teens' most difficult years, and he can help you too. In his book, What's Happening to My Teen, Mark shares stories of change, hope, and compassion that will give you insight and wisdom into what's happening in your home and in the heart of your teen. It's not a magic spell to fix everything, but it can give you encouragement and practical advice for the road ahead. You can order What's Happening to My Teen by visiting parentingteenresources.org. Now, we've said this before, and we're going to keep saying it. You've got to put the computer where it's out in the open, no closed-door sessions when a teen is on the computer. That's right. You know, when a parent says, well, my child has a notebook computer, or they have a, an iPhone that, mm-hmm. that has ready access, turn it off. You know, either that or collect it back from them. But somewhere, you establish some boundaries within your home that says, if you are on, you need to be in these areas. And if... I can't control those things, and I'll turn off the wireless service or the other service to it. A parent needs to be computer savvy enough to go into the history file and look and make sure the teens are not erasing their tracks. That's right, you know, because every teen knows how to do that. You look at their history, you look at temporary files, and just just sit there and look through things. And if a child walks in and says, hey, what are you doing? Just say, 
I'm just looking at where you were going. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I would keep it as open as you can and let them know, I'm going to look at everything on these computers in this house. So I would also give the encouragement that instead of giving your child a computer, just tell them that they can use one of yours, <laughs> and that way you always have access there to you it. you go. Yeah, and they can get around things. But, you know, if you're a constant watchdog and, you, and they know that you were there all the time, then they're going to have less of a tendency to go to some of those places that maybe they shouldn't go. Just keep telling yourself, reminding yourself that you're doing this for their protection. That's right. It's very critical. All right, uh, here's a $64,000 question. Do I go in and read my teen's email? <laughs> See, that's kind of like that old question about do I read, you know, their diary. Yeah. You know, I think there's time to to let a child know that I don't want to read your mail. But if you ever give me any indication that I should be reading your mail or I feel like something illegal is happening, something out of the ordinary is happening, then I'm going to read it. Now, here's the other point, too. It's not only your child reaching out from your house out to the world. It is also the world yep. reaching into your house. That's right. I was amazed the day that we hooked up satellite to our home and we did not have any filters on our computer. And I mean, we got three or 400 pieces of pornography that came within seconds, and we couldn't get it off the computer. Mm -hmm. We had to send the computer to some people to get them to clean it up. And so there's a side of it where I go, you just want to play it smart. And, And so because everybody can come into my home now with the internet, then I am looking to protect my family from that intrusion. All right, here's something I've heard you say, and I want you to explain it. Violation of my policy means violation of your privacy. That's right. You know, I let kids know that all the time. Those kids that live with us, those staff that live with us, you know, that that live in on our property, in our homes that we have for all these kids, that if I feel like they're violating policy, then I'm going to search out anything that I can and, and they have already given me permission to do that. I have asked them up front when they come to work for us or when kids come to us initially that if there is anything that I believe that is getting in the way of what we're supposed to be doing, whether that be the operating of a home or my relationship with them, then I am going to look into those things, not because I don't trust them. It's because I want to trust them more. All right. When we do these jobs and do them right, we're not doing them secretly as parents. We're not sneaking into their rooms and checking it. We're letting them know that we're going to do this, right? I I do let them know up front. And, you know, and perhaps I, you know, I find the wrong thing and and I go, oops, maybe I shouldn't have read that. Sometimes it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. But I let my child know up front, you know what, I'm going to be looking at everything that comes into this house. Now, when they get to be 18 and they get a little bit older or they come home from college, I don't do that anymore. I don't look at their stuff. I don't touch anything that they have. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.